ever see a podcast? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead passers? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it, and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie.
download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to MutinyRadio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, 
impression and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it, and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. 
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor.
social matters will mute the radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to... It's a like the opportunity that, no, you take my last name. Yeah, my yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he took my last name. So his, uh, his Chinese name is Ye Rou Dao. That's the soft, like gentle dagger. I told my parents and my family, they said, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes it. So they put it, okay, another round. What else means a lot to you? He said, oh, like surfing, like oceans or maybe ocean waves. So then he's like. <laughs> Your boyfriend just sounds, or your fiance sounds like such a hippie. Like <laughs> 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 well a dagger, ocean waves. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he calls in, you should tell him that. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going to make up some names. Romeo joined. Oh. Like, we can make up, <laughs> we can make the names. Fish right? concert, yeah. <laughs> 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 Smells weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I, I think he's a hipster, and he refused to think so, oh so, yeah, yeah I'm glad <laughs> to hear some validation. The defining characteristic. <laughs> Never admit that you're a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, so we come up with, like, ocean waves, so it's, yeah, hai tao, so what? then, like, yeah, it's yeah. not bad, right? Yeah. 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 So, no, so basically, he doesn't have a name anymore. In, in China, he's hai tao to everybody. <laughs> what is... What is your Chinese name like? Oh, uh, so the the character is Jing, so it's Ye Jing, and then the specific character is uh, girls who are talented. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that I know Damn. that Alexandra. My name means helper of man, and I don't really like that one. Whoa, I did not know. It's like sweet if you think of it as mankind, but the feminist in me just cannot get behind man servant as yeah, my no, name that, that, that sounds fair. so i would take gentle dagger i don't really know what that means but that's it yeah maybe i could have that name that your family doesn't like <laughs> didn't know that your name meant uh man servant yeah, she did don't advertise that just don't mention it like on a radio show or anything because now the whole world will know
Yeah, thanks for letting me know because Alexandra is one of my favorite names for like girl. I mean, oh, if I have a daughter, I don't plan on having kids. But like, if if so, it will be Alexandra. It's a great <laughs> name for a make-believe kid. So mm. go for it. <laughs> I do feel most most of the kids in the world are born to people who did not plan to have that particular kid. So it's probably good to have a couple of names lined up <laughs> just in case. Just in case, you know. <laughs> Well, but the funny thing is, like, the reason why my parents picked that name is they, I was born, they look at me, it's like, oh, she's not going to be beautiful. So <laughs> How can they tell that from a baby? <laughs> uh, because the thing is, I don't know, okay, this is another thing really ridiculous for Chinese parents, right? They uh, always wish the baby had big eyes, which is funny. Like, so the Chinese were, like, obsessed with the double-lit eyes, so they do, like, cosmetic surgery to have that and uh, for me i was born i was crying for like two days in a row i have not opened my eyes so (laughs) 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 but i mean they were telling me as like a joke so it's not like they're so mean-spirited but they were like yeah she's not a cute baby but (laughs) (laughs) hopefully she's smart and talented (laughs) all babies are ugly when people say they have a cute baby no they're not they're not they're heads are pointy, their eyes are closed, they're all red and blotchy. Babies. Pitch themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast, yeah. the Meet the Babies. <laughs> meet the Babies. <laughs> oh, camels. Like camels. <laughs> 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 people who help with selling eyes. Yeah. I do feel like all babies look alike. It's so hard for me to like tell babies apart. I don't understand how nurses do it. I, I don't get that like when you're in the workplace or another kind of gathering, whatever that is, and somebody's had a baby and like, oh, did they send a picture? And I'm always like, just Google new baby. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it looks like. So now I have a question for everyone. Okay, so uh, tell me the first moment when you meet a parent or, you know, when you bring your partner, they meet a parent. What was the first moment? you remember or like what happened <laughs> the, f- the first three or four times Alex's parents are divorced so the first three or four times I met her mom and her stepdad I just remember that at the end of every dinner or family gathering her mom would give me a book on how to make more money oh <laughs> 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 no that's like two years into our relationship <laughs> that she felt comfortable, but yeah, <laughs> definitely a weird move for her to make. I just remember your dad looking at, just not saying anything the whole time, which is really typical of this character. It's still what he does. So, And then your m- I just got asked a lot of questions and nobody else talked the whole time, which is fine because I like your attention. So. Yeah, they're complete 180s because Alex's family will just like talk at you, and then my family will just sit quietly. They're like from the Midwest, from Mis- from Missouri. Some of them they just sit and stare at you and just ask you probably 200 questions, just catalog it in their minds. It's very different experiences for sure. Writing a Tinder profile, but they're in the room. <laughs> Not to mention, they just really liked my sister's boyfriend, like who's no longer in the picture but still hangs out with my parents. So oh wow. that's what we're working against. <laughs> or for I I like I liked having Angel there because it really took the pressure off me to talk to them. It's like all right, Angel, you go out there, talk about flying with them. He still flies with her stepdad, so that's good. So why oh yeah, yeah. why your sisters like what's so special about him? I, he's a people pleaser. I don't know. He like helps a lot. <laughs> not not to make Andy look Alexandra. bad. He should yeah. be called Alexandra. <laughs> not to make Andy look bad, but he's just he's an overachiever and we're all like, "Okay, you you go be the perfect son they never had and we'll be over here in our imperfect selves and be fine with it." He's in there doing dishes with your mom, talking about uh, bachelors and shit. Yeah. Like being all friendly. Yeah. And I honestly, Andy, my parents like you too. You just um, <laughs> I hang out with your parents. <laughs> I think I hang out with your parents more, and my mom gets jealous. I have always like my mom's like, oh, you went to your dad's. Oh, you went to Andy's parents. Well, what about us? And it's always like, kind of please them all and cuss. Yeah, definitely a jealousy dynamic going on with <laughs> Alex's family. So that's really pleasant to get involved with, you know. They're fine, right? <laughs> They're overall fine. Like it could be so much worse. The w- book thing was weird. The book thing was weird. 
yeah, they're cool. They're nice. They're nice people. My family just love to drag out the embarrassing stories about me, of mm. which there are many. Mm. Um, now you're going to ask me to tell you one. I can't remember uh, <laughs> right now off the top of my head sure, because my sure. body, somebody else is talking. <laughs> I might think of one or maybe not. Uh, and I just <laughs> always think, uh, how do you think that makes you look? Like you're meeting my new person for the first time and you're being mean about me. Do you really got to think that you know, they're going to think you're funny? Like it's, you uh, know, you show yourself in a bad light. That's not at all how it works. <laughs> they think they're funny and that I was super embarrassing. Like, wow, you were embarrassing as a kid. I could totally <laughs> see that. You're still actually, you're still embarrassing now. It's nice to meet, be with other people who also know how embarrassing <laughs> you are. See, <laughs> that's why I can do editing. It's great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, much, it's much better. And it's, so it's um, yeah, I mean, of course, we can talk Dutch and then your partner wouldn't understand. But, yeah, that would be very rude. But... Um, Spanish is, you know, my, my partner and I can speak Spanish, but my sister is, is studied uh, study abroad in Madrid, so she's fluent in Spanish. Mm. She went to study Spanish. Yeah, it's really annoying. We don't have a language that we can speak with fluency. <laughs> and, and especially when we're here in the States. Like, if you want to gossip about someone, on, you know, then we don't have a language. So if you're Spanish, you're not going to risk that in yeah. the United States. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, joining and us on the phone. I'm always like, oh. if only you knew Dutch. Uh, joining us on the phone is Rich. We know that he does not know Chinese. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Hi, how are you? All right. Oh, we can hear you. Yeah, so our two guests, Andy uh, and Alexandra, won't be able to hear you because they don't have their headphones, but everyone else can. Woo! Hey, Rich, Great. how you doing? Ni hao, Rich. Ni hao. Yay! Oh, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Fluent. Fluent and perfect tone, too. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> how long how long can we have you today? Um, well, I guess as long as you need to. Wow. Oh, that's good. Okay. As long as I'm interested. <laughs> 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 well, so uh, I think I gave a, a very high level scoop of uh, the situation um, of uh -huh. you coming to. Well, by the way, that was uh, Wuhan, but was this like a year ago? So, like a little safer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then also told them you have your Chinese name is Hai Tao. <laughs> and then so I guess yeah, guests in the room, do you have like any questions for Rich? Uh, how how much time did you have no idea what anybody was saying when you were in China? Was it uh, Bernice was the only person that you spoke to in English, or what was it just all? Was it weird being immersed in another language? And um, yeah, I mean. I would say 90% of the time I was not uh, <laughs> understanding what was being talked about, but uh, Bernice did a great job of translating for me. Um, I will say how much just experiencing things with people and having some nonverbal communication, how powerful that is, because uh, we were able to laugh at things and have experiences together without knowing every word that was that was happening. So, you know, it, it, it's not as challenging as you might think. Bernice did share with us while you were not listening that she edits everything, and actually <laughs> her parents don't like you at all. You're misreading <laughs> that body language thing. She just, you know, she fluffs it up a little just to make you feel better. <laughs> Sorry, Bernice, she don't not have said that. <laughs> and it's yeah. a bunch of comedians here, babe, so like. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, why are you're, uh, you're calling in from Seattle. How's Mr. Butters? Uh, he's good. I'm working from home today because of the coronavirus. Oh. And, uh, um, he's been in my lap all day Aww. on all my conference calls. So, Mr. Butters is our cat. Thank you so <laughs> much for <laughs> clarifying <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had the opportunity to spend time with this fantastic feline. Uh, I love all cats, but he's a great cat. Mm -hmm. he he's is. a nice buddy. Did he touch your face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was hanging out all the time, jumping up and like getting all in. Yeah, he was asking for attention. I was, yeah, I was yeah. all about it. Yeah, I love that's what cats are like. It's like yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. You really? can have a cat spit science. in your mouth and you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Eating all over. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what was the scariest? Was there anything scary <laughs> about meeting Bernice's parents? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say scary. I would say it was a. Uh, it was intimidating situation because we had been together for a while i was prepared to propose so i had a ring in my pocket the whole time oh. um so the added sort of ang 
anxiety of meeting their parents and also being in another country and not speaking the language and all those things. Um, I think going into it, maybe I had a little bit of anxiety, but I, I think as soon as I met them, I was at least at ease. By the way, I have no idea that that was going to happen. Um, yeah, so because like, I mean, we talk about getting married in the future. I just feel like that time, there's so much stuff going on. So there's no way he can find time to even think about this. Um, but then the thing is, before we went, um, my parents, I, my mom actually called me. It's like, you know, your grandparents are getting so old. They ask, they ask about you every day. Can you just tell them? Like they don't even remember things. Just tell them <laughs> you're married already. <laughs> <laughs> just tell them you're married already. And I was very upset. I said, no, but what if I, I will get married later, right? Like then I cannot even have a wedding and all that yeah. stuff. And so I negotiated with my mom. It's like, okay, I'm going to tell grandma that we're engaged. But don't tell an anyone else. Um, and then we showed up. Then my mom's like, yeah, they're engaged. Yeah. And everybody's like, congratulations. Luckily, that was in Chinese, right? So Rich, oh. <laughs> yeah. So Rich was just doing the cheers with everybody, and I'm like, oh, I was like very, very annoyed, and I have to complain to Rich. And I guess that time, if he knew what he's going on in his head, probably he's less annoyed. But I was pissed off the whole time. But it's kind of a lovely scenario because then you know your whole family could be like cheers, and then he could pull out the ring that he apparently had in his pocket the whole time <laughs> and reenact the moment uh, that. Yeah. Has already happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So did Rich, did you try and, um, ha I don't know if that's a custom in China or not, to ask for the parents' permission or something? Because that would be no, hard to do without Bernice's translation because she would find yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awkward. And I was, I was less concerned with, you know, the permission as I was. I just wanted to get to know them and meet them first. Um, and I'm glad that it went well. <laughs> Despite, despite what Bernice might have said, it seems like we got along pretty well. I was um, just kidding. We're comedians. <laughs> <laughs> they love you. They love you. <laughs> they love you. Yes. As the non-comedian in the room, she didn't say they hated you at all or whatever. You were kind of harsh in your summary. <laughs> she did say you were a hipster, though, Rich. That's right. Yeah, we're oh, all agreed. I, I think that's a mischaracterization. <laughs> We covered that already, too. <laughs> Are you drinking matcha tea through straw right now, Rich? That's what I want to no. know. Yerba mate. <laughs> it's yerba mate. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I get right. it. I get okay, that. how about I throw this one? Like, everybody be the judge, right? Like, so Rich, he created his own fade for his jeans, and he would uh, go to the beach, wear the jeans, swim in it, and then roll around in the sand, rub the sand to exfoliate the jeans, and then create his own I don't know if that's a hipster <laughs> or Rich that. sounds a teeny tiny bit gay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have Mr. Butters in the lab. <laughs> I shouldn't that's have right. explained that. <laughs> I, whatever Bernice's parents might have said, this lesbian in the room here approves of you, Rich. Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Bernice is lucky. <laughs> Be fluid, man. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all I can think about is that Chris Isaac video where they're all wearing jeans and rolling around in the, <laughs> in the, yeah, in the ocean together. Yeah, just like that. Exactly like that. <laughs> Did the jeans look good, Rich? Um, I kind of gave up on those. To be honest. <laughs> After rolling around on the beach. Classic <laughs> hipster giving up. Yeah. Oh. I was living in L.A. at the time, so I could walk to the beach. Wasn't a, I wasn't making a special trip for that. So <laughs> did you meet Rich's family, Bernice? I did, too. What was that like? Also, yeah, that's that's also funny, too. So um, <laughs> it's Rich's family um, are from, like, Charleston, South Carolina. Um, so before I went, um, so because he's in the South, and even though his parents are very nice, um, a few things. Oh, the Butters, you hear? Oh, Butters oh, is here. meowing. Hey, Butters. <laughs> he's here. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, Rich's brother also lives in Seattle, so sometimes they will make fun of each other uh, impersonating their mom, right? And then the mom will, uh, Valerie, and will say, Hi, boys. So special. <laughs> so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> so so that's very different from my mom, for sure. Uh, <laughs> and then so when I met her, it's like that. <laughs> So special, Aww. so handsome. So she's very, very sweet. 
Um, and then like, so they're very nice too. Cause when going to South, pe- my, my comedian friends, oh, better find some materials. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find any just because everybody was so nice to me. Um, Southern charm. Southern charm. I was trying to do, working on my Southern accent. Um, it didn't work that well. <laughs> I just know like a, Bless your heart. I don't know. I cannot <laughs> <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your, Bless Yana your was heart. A compliment. <laughs> That's what they say when uh, Southern Charm is coming next. And then the first thing I arrived at um, Rachel's mom's house, um, like, you know, she's cooking, like, start preparing for Christmas. Um, and then so there's just this uh, assembled of, like, really fancy set of, like, Japanese knives. And then so there's like, of course, like white people gadgets, like kitchen gadgets. <laughs> 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 and then so then she asked me, do you have a lot of like, you know, uh, Japanese Chinese knives? And I was like, well, I'm a one knife girl. Um, it's like I only use one knife for everything. But she misheard as one night girl. <laughs> so that's like the first conversation I had with her. <laughs> hey, hey, Rich's mom, I'm a whore. <laughs> Good intro. What do you think? <laughs> Andy, is that what your parents thought about me and my white knife accent? Yeah, they definitely called you a whore. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure they, my parents like anybody I bring back. They're not very nice. <laughs> oh wow! No, but Alice is so likable. Like yesterday, I met her and I immediately liked her, and I wanted her to be on the podcast. Yeah, no, she Alex is really likable. She makes friends everywhere we go, or at least attempts to make friends everywhere we go. <laughs> we just had an awkward. We just came from a sandwich shop where we had an awkward, drawn out where Alex was trying to say goodbye to the people who were making our sandwiches. <laughs> and they weren't acknowledging it, and she just kind of stood in the doorway with a hand raised. <laughs> so that's kind of the – she's very likable. <laughs> Thank you. Manners. <laughs> I don't know if that's a custom here in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. yeah, manners and common courtesy. No, that's dead. There's <laughs> nobody, nobody does that anymore. Everyone's just looking at their phone. I thought that was a West Coast thing, yeah. but maybe it's just the top people in L.A. Oh. 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 No, it's okay. We're rude as fuck down here. People – everybody looking at their phones, walking out of places, walking into each other, and they're like, oh. <laughs> oh, Rich, I want to bring up this uh, special experience you had. Um, so the, the, the very first day, not the first night, right? Because the, the first night we arrived, and then so the first day, um, well, uh, Rich ended up in a private Chinese medicine hospital. Oh, my God. Uh, he's fine. Yeah. He's, he has nothing wrong. But uh, do you want to tell it, or do you want me to tell it? Um, we can do it both together. Okay. You know, why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't know exactly why we ended up going to <laughs> Chinese medicine doctor, except that we thought it would be something fun to do, because um, we had gone to see a, a Chinese medicine doctor here in Seattle once who was kind of in the back of a, a dollar store, basically. In Vietnamese um, mar- grocery market. Yeah, grocery market, that's it. Um, and I was just curious, I, you know, want to see what he would say based on he doesn't do a lot besides kind of check your pulse and put his, his hand on your arm and then diagnoses you and after you tell him some things that are going on with you. So That's always how it works, though. Yeah. That's, that mm-hmm. is that is legit. <laughs> Especially when you go to the hospital for no reason. I don't know <laughs> what else you expect <laughs> him to do. What are you looking for exactly? Just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> well, so the, there is, okay, there's a little bit of reason because I think both of us have some um, – mild digestive um, issues, right? So I, there, in, in America, it's not worthwhile to go see a doctor. What are they, they going to do? You know, endoscopy? Like, that's n- not necessary. So, but then for Chinese medicine, sometimes they have, like, a slow adjustment, just like your, uh, what is it, an acupathic doctor would do. Um, so I figured it would be nice to do that. And then we, when we went in Seattle in that Vietnamese market, um, the doctor just didn't talk too much, so I feel like, okay, let's just see the real deal. Um, because IBS is not BS. Okay, <laughs> 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 now you're in China. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I had a back injury um, at the time, so, like, I figured um, if we go see there, maybe there's, like, um, in, in the 
in a hospital, there are people who can take care of the back. Um, but then on the day, um, the specialist for the for the back is out, and then so it's by appointment only for um, the internal medicine. So my mom actually made appointment. Like I mentioned to my mom beforehand, and my mom just on the day was like, "Oh, the specialist only works on Tuesday. You have to go today." So that's how we ended up going that day. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened? Yeah. And now we know <laughs> but this this story is going to last. How much was this story is a slow story. <laughs> so we just we're yes. just in the room. So what happened? <laughs> so understanding neither of us are really sick, we get there and her mom through her connections gets us to jump the line in front of all these people who are waiting outside. Who are sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who probably are sick. They're not really happy because we're clearly not all that serious. Um, and in China, at least with the the med, you know the natural medicine doctor, there's a lot of people actually in the room when he's examining you. So <clears throat> I sit down ahead of all these people who are like sick and like who is this guy and what's wrong with him. Bernice proceeds to tell him all about how I have diarrhea all the time. <laughs> <laughs> So every old, all the old lady were laughing, but also angry. Like the, the, they're just like, "Oh, look at this American guy have diarrhea all the time." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then also like to paint the picture, and what happened is, uh, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I had a thought. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so <coughs> he diagnoses me, which amounts to a lot of different herbs and roots and things that they then dehydrate into a tea that you have to drink twice a day, and it's the most bitter, horrible-tasting thing you can possibly imagine. And we, for the entire trip, and even after we came back, we were drinking that every morning and evening before bed. Um, and I'm not exactly sure if it was – I did not get sick while I was over there. Which so is amazing. So like how's it your potentially diarrhea? was extremely effective. No diarrhea in China. That's okay. amazing. No. Okay. It worked? And no coronavirus. I'm just like I can't believe I just it worked. It made you no diarrhea in China, and <laughs> you could be eating. But you could be eating anything while you're there. I mean, something spicy and. And I I get sick almost every place that I go, not necessarily diarrhea, but when I travel, I almost always get sick in one way or another. And China, I was flawless. Where okay. are these magic drugs, and why aren't you? Did you can, can you bring them back? Are they banned in the U.S. What were these magic drugs? I think you can. Like I actually, when the doctor, when we left, and then uh, the doctor said, "Okay, just remember the prescription, and then if you want more, your mom can just uh, order more." So I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Anyone have a diarrhea problem? Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> save your number in my phone as Bernice, the girl with the diarrhea tea connection. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, another yeah. one. It just goes hand in hand with the first one too. So I'm assuming you'll need the diarrhea medication. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> yeah. Fable, no, no. I just excuse me. I just have to represent the Dutch government here. Fable did not make you feel good. Yeah. No. If it does anything, it would stop you up. It's, oh. it's like oh. meat paste. Oh. It's so like so it's like bechamel with meat in it. The good news is the one I got because I have the constipation problem. Oh. So you guys <laughs> are a perfect couple. I love that. <laughs> it comes together. Yin and yang. So the my medicine, the, the one I got is for the constipation problem. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, like, we have to do the, the, the box all look the same. And we have to definitely separate them because if we took the wrong thing, it would be terrible. <laughs> well, you were going all the time in China. Rich wasn't going at all. And you were just like, I'm very happy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and then I, and now I actually remembered because the when when my mom was able to jump the line, like obviously everybody else was very angry. So my mom's like, "Oh, this is my son-in-law from America. He's like famous. He's like a little movie star there." <laughs> I was gonna ask what things about Rich um, maybe worked well with your family. Were they impressed by? I mean. I think we already heard his feelings, so don't say what things didn't work. <laughs> <but> <laughs> <laughs> it's like he m maybe he can use chopsticks well. I feel like he mentioned that. Or oh, my God. Everybody was so impressed. Like my entire family, every single person they met, they were like, oh, do you want a fork? Do you want a fork? And then, then the moment he pulled out the chopstick, he looked better than anyone in my family. <laughs> 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 right, Rich? Do you remember, like, how they reacted? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. 
I'm better than most Chinese people that I've met. How are you better at chopsticks? I mean, if you get the stuff, if you get the stuff in your mouth, aren't you good at it? I'm paint this picture for me. Why is Rich better? That's the thing that I'm not sure about. So that's kind of my elegant, generally elegant. Oh, back to my earlier statement. Very elegant chopstick user. Okay, Rich. That should be his Chinese name. Elegant chopstick. Elegant chopstick. That's where the gentle dagger comes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gentle dagger, elegant chopstick, very similar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I told them about the gentle dagger. Rodel. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is elegant chopstick in Pint in Pint Chinese? Wow. Yeah. What? I can't even think of anything. Yeah, but it sounds like a girl's <laughs> name. Oh, it sounds like a girl's name. Yeah. Well, I mean, aside, you sound a little gay. That could be like. <laughs> I don't know how we went this direction. <laughs> Oh yeah, so chopsticks, um, and then the reason why we all suck, right, is like your point. Like, as long as we can pick things up, like, who cares? Right. <laughs> and who cares? And then like we're in a rush too, because like when you're a kid and your mom's like, eat, eat now, finish. Like there's no time for us to really learn, <laughs> and our <laughs> our hands are really small too, so it's very uncomfortable to pick those big chopsticks. Uh, so we just all each figure our way, trying to hold it like a pencil. Um, but I don't hold it the proper way. So there is the proper elegant way. Um, that So when I hold it, um, I will create like two big bruises, like big dent in my hand. Yeah, it really hurts. Um, so that's why actually I don't use chopsticks whenever I get a chance. Uh <laughs> why you're so thin, it hurts to eat. <laughs> I can't. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> I was way skinnier back then in China because, like, literally, like it takes a lot of work to eat. You have to burn more calories eating than there are. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get so good at chopsticks, Rich? Um, just following the instructions on the wrapper. <laughs> I just have great manual dexterity. Oh, oh there's, there's another good Chinese name. <laughs> Yeah, and we don't have those chopstick wrappers anymore, right? Oh yeah, obviously. Like, right, yeah, right. yeah, we don't. Like, so I, n I only learned. Oh, there are some ways you can learn, only in America. <laughs> <laughs> of course, as a European, I feel that most Americans haven't quite mastered the knife and fork. So oh you know, I feel they should come with wrappers Ooh. here. Like, just hold them in different hands, people. You can do it. <laughs> oh, different hands. Okay. Yeah, tell us, tell us. Like, if you have a chance to. <laughs> Get a wrapper. Just get you know cutlery in a wrapper and silverware. Silverware in a wrapper. I went. Idea. I went into um uh, when I was in Madison. I went to this yoga studio. I don't really have to say anymore. Anyway, I went into this a place where I did yoga in Madison, and I walk in, and there's a few of the instructors are chatting, and they're like, "Oh, great, you're here because we're having this discussion about how to what silverware to hold in what hand," and I'm like. Stand on your head for 15 minutes. You can put a fork to your <laughs> mouth with your left hand. You know it should not be complicated, but that's not how it's done, right? Now yeah, Alexandra is severely disagreeing <laughs> with <laughs> me <laughs> here. Gotta go with bread. Like More yoga. <laughs> More chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, here I we here we are on the experience. We have about seven minutes left here on this podcast. Stay in the mix with us and tell people who you are here. We have on the phone Rich out of Seattle. He has Bernice and Christina Kelly out of Seattle. Andy Clark, girlfriend Alexandra. Don't know a last name. Maybe it's best to keep you <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lalita D. and Walt Scar talking about losing your parents. That's Rudy right. So what are you guys talking about? a show about cutlery. It's actually <laughs> another show about cutlery. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit holes. <laughs> okay, seven minutes. Yes, seven minutes. There you go. Uh, the fact more that questions. Yeah, the fact that you mentioned about adequate, um, that also adequate, I always just say the wrong, is adequate the wrong word? Adequate, adequate. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, there's also the Chinese banquet adequate, um, which uh, is pretty, like to me, is very, very overwhelming. Um, and I I think that is the number one test for like a Chinese 
boy or not Chinese like American boyfriend come in. Um, well, I will give a, a quick of my experience growing up. It's like at any time at Chinese New Year, we'll have this big round table and I have like 20, 30 dishes and they're all look delicious. But you don't have time to eat because every single like 30 seconds, you're supposed to raise a glass and share to somebody <laughs> and you haven't shared it before and you have to wish them all the good things that you don't really mean. Uh, <laughs> 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 so um, yeah, Rich, the wha what's, what's the Chinese banquet like to you? Um, I'm glad we didn't have that much to drink. <laughs> we would have been pretty drunk by the end because every five minutes, yeah, the, the thing is spinning around like a lazy Susan table and you're trying to grab some food and then someone's like standing up and toasting to you and they're like, hi, Tao. And I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it was fun because you're, you know, accepting all this warmth and hospitality from everyone but uh yeah you don't get to drink as much as you like yeah i know <laughs> it just it just keeps going around and around in a circle and you're trying to be like i just want to talk mushroom stop cheers like me breakfast yeah well oh is, was that a question i mean i think you got better in the end like he kind of know how oh. Grab a quick bite and then okay, and then just sometimes I would initiate uh, a toast when I'm like, okay, I just finished the bite, right? So nobody caught me in the middle of a bite. I'm going to do it, <laughs> and that will last another five minutes. So like I kind of spaced it, or like if I felt okay, this this is a dish that I want to eat, grab it now, and now right after I will just do a toast. But then, like, it's a one of 